Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. My name is Casey. I'm a compulsive overeater and bulimic. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, it feels like home, though I've never been to this meeting. And I want to thank Melissa for uh, inviting me. She's been my my OA litter mate from, from the beginning. Um, and the the tool that I want to focus on today is sponsorship. I don't know if you've had this last week. I apologize if you do. I hope I'll say something new about it. But the reason I wanted to talk about sponsorship is that to me, it is, I, I think one of the reasons that, that I have um, been you know, blessed with abstinence and recovery um, for, for a long time. Uh, my sponsors have been with me um, even when I didn't go to meetings for a while. My sponsors were with me during um, a horrible relapse I had in early, um, uh, the end of 1997 to the first three months of 1998. It was a nightmarish period in my life and my sponsor was with me through that. Um, in the big book of, um, of AA, it talks about trudging the road of happy destiny. And there have been times when I have, um, it's really been trudging and I've, I've kind of sat down on the edge of the road for a little while, but my sponsors were there for me. They kept me connected. And when I think about the steps of OA, um, you know, they start with the word we. Uh, one time I went to a meeting in, um, in Mexico and everything was in Spanish and I knew enough Spanish to get along fine, but it really hit me looking at the steps written on the wall that in Spanish and probably French and other romance languages, the verb that starts every line of the step is conjugated first person plural. It's we, but in English, we just say we and then have all these other things. I think it's so easy to forget that it's we, but to me, the we is me and my sponsor work in the steps. I mean, all of us in the meetings together, but we don't work the steps. I think of meetings as like, like the game, but the or the play, but the um, the working of the steps the is the rehearsal. It's the it's the workouts and stuff that happens on a daily basis, and that happens with the sponsor. And so, to me, uh, my sponsors are. Um, a powerful factor in my recovery. And I've had a number of sponsors over the years. Um, my first sponsor, I'm not going to tell you about every sponsor, don't worry, but um, the, the way I first got my sponsor was um, my first meeting. It was at the Catholic Student Center at the University of Texas at Austin. I was a student, I was 19 years old, and I went into this meeting, and I don't remember, like, I only remember two things about the meeting. One, that at the end, everybody held hands and said the Our Father. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's like, this is like a kumbaya thing. And then I thought, if that's what it takes, you know, I was like uh, sort of dismayed, but um, that, those are things. And, and, but at the meeting itself, the only thing I remember that people said was 
get a sponsor, use a sponsor. And I guess looking back, my, my angle on it was that I was a student and this was like the assignment from the professor. And I really had this thought that if I didn't get a sponsor, they wouldn't let me into the next meeting. And so as soon as the meeting ended and we were milling around, I approached someone to be my sponsor just right away. And one of the things that, I don't know if I heard it at that meeting, but, but people would say, at least in Austin, was find a sponsor who has what you want, not what you already have. Um, meaning look for someone who's got recovery. Um, the first person I asked to be my sponsor at that meeting was this really pretty, slender girl my age who had uh, long curly red hair. And that was all I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to be pretty skinny and have long curly red hair. And um, her name was Mary. And she said, no, I can't remember why. I think, I think she wasn't like, able to sponsor yet, but she gave me somebody's phone number. And I'm looking around, there's some young people back then, phones were attached by a wire to the wall. And for me, it was the heaviest appliance in my entire house. At that point, I was avoid, it was before answering machines, before voicemail. And um, there was some guy in my therapy group who wanted to ask me out and I was unable to say no. So my, my approach to this was I had stopped answering my phone for the past few months. That was my relationship with the phone. I didn't have one. And so nevertheless, that night, I called that phone number of that lady that maybe was going to be my sponsor. And she told me no. She was full. And she gave me the number of someone else named Lori. And I called Lori that night. And Lori agreed to be my sponsor. And the reason I tell this story is, is one, I think it's an example of how... Um, Sometimes our character defects can be the best thing because my like miscompliant, I'm going to be the A student for OA actually helped me get a sponsor right away. And I'm super grateful. If I'd known it was just a suggestion, I don't know if, that I would have gotten as connected to the program as I did. So one of the things that Lori had me do was call her every morning at 630, talk about what I was going to eat that day and how it went the previous day. And she got me started to work on the steps. That was a mind-blowing thing to call someone and start to have that kind of an intimate relationship. I told my friends about like most of the big things in my life. So right away, a sponsor got me connected and got me working the steps. And within really, I think it was weeks, but definitely just a, a few months, my outlook on life had changed. It was like Dorothy going from Kansas to the wizard, uh, to, the, to the land of Oz where everything went technicolor. And I still remember walking through the campus uh, at UT and, and never have seen, seen um, trees that green, you know? Um, I realized I forgot to start my timer. Where am I at with time? <laughs> You, you've got um, about 12 minutes left. Okay, great. Um, so, so I don't think that I would have had that big of a spiritual change, even just through steps one, two, and three, if I had been trying to do this program on my own. And um, in, in fact, it, like this is strictly my experience, but if I'm trying to work the program on my own, like I, 
back then they didn't have the workbook, but if I had just gone off and bought the workbook and like started going through it, I would be missing the whole point of step one, which is I can't um, on my own, that this is, this is that WE program. So um, the other thing that was really helpful about my sponsor was that she was Jewish. And as, as you could tell from my story, I, I had issues with religion when I came to OA. And um, it would have been easy for me to think that this was maybe a, a certain religion program. But the fact that my sponsor was, um, was not Christian just was a message right away that this is open for everybody. We can have our own conceptions of a higher power and it's not a religious thing at all. It's a spiritual thing. And what they told me was, or maybe it was Lori who told me that the difference between um, Religion and spirituality is that um, religion is for people who have heard about hell and are afraid to go there. And spirituality is for people who have been to hell and don't want to go back. And I really resonated with that. You know, I needed something new. And my first sponsors, Lori and, and the next, were, were really the templates upon which I, I based my conception of a higher power because they gave me unconditional positive regard. Wow. I, I would relapse every time I got my period the first few months, um, maybe the first eight months. And for the first time in my life, it was okay to mess up, you know, it was okay to learn. And it was okay to, um, to not have it be like a diet where it needed to be just right. And, um, and that, I learned that it was okay because of the way my sponsors treated me. And um, so that was mind blowing. The, that's, that saying I, I mentioned before about find a sponsor who has what you want, that really guided my next sponsor that I had. Lori ended up um, going into relapse and, that, and that's okay. I had another sponsor later who uh, was a fantastic sponsor even as she was going through a relapse for like her honesty, her commitment, her willingness to show up and talk about it at meetings was a hugely important modeling thing for me. I, I did get another sponsor after Lori and, and this one was another sight unseen sponsor because one of my friends was complaining about her sponsor. She was saying how her sponsor was just so focused on the steps. It was like pushing her to do things. And I thought, oh my gosh, a sponsor who's gonna whip me into shape, that sounds amazing. And so I got her phone number and I called her up and, um, and then I ended up meeting Dahlia and there could not be anyone who was less like a drill sergeant. She was a recovering anorexic, maybe five foot, uh, four foot 10, maybe four foot 11, um, no makeup, kind of a granola person, super grounded in the steps very serene and um that woman never pushed me on anything um and that taught me that that part of sponsorship is sort of meeting people where they are she didn't need to push me i had a drill sergeant in my own head um she she and i don't even know that she pushed the other person um but she she taught me really what it was to be a human because with her I did my second big uh, fifth step and 
my first fifth step was about like my secrets from my past and largely like things that had happened to me, things that I felt bad about. But this one was more about how I was acting in recovery and and essentially like a shame inventory and um, sharing with her, you know, like that unconditional positive regard. I wasn't paying her. And and she shared something like, oh, I do that too. I, and and I've been, I, um, I just had this experience of like, I had just joined the human race. I can look everyone in the eye now. Uh, it was it was an amazing healing experience. She eventually moved, um, and and I went on to get another sponsor. And and one of the things that uh, I learned about sponsor sponsorship by being a sponsor and having a sponsor is just that this is such a safe relationship to practice figuring out what I want or need. Um, that, that I'm not marrying the person and, and if their style or approach doesn't work, it's, it's okay if to be able to have another, um, to just say, this isn't quite working for me. Here's what I need. How's that work for you? Just navigating and communicating is really, really helpful. I had, um, when I moved to Virginia, 2003, I was in my early thirties. I got a sponsor who was maybe 20 years older, I, I gravitated towards older women, I think kind of like a remothering thing. Um, and I remember doing a sex, sharing a sex inventory with her and she was very uncomfortable. I wasn't talking about anything like highly unusual. Um, she was so uncomfortable. And if I had been new or like had done less therapy, I, I think I would have felt like there was something wrong with me. Um, and I just realized, you know what, this this kind of doesn't fit. Um, and then later I got a sponsor who was in her mid eighties and she was so much more comfortable with talking about sex and, and all of that stuff. And I realized it's not about age. And I've also realized in the past few years, it's not about experience either. My current sponsor is an amazing sponsor. She's really focused on the step. This is what it means to me. She's focused on the steps. She doesn't try and tell me what to do do with my life. She listens. Um, and she's just always asking me about, you know, like my higher power, where's my higher power in this? Uh, and, and how am I applying the program to that? Cause I forget one of the reasons I have sponsees, I remind them. So I remember, and I have a sponsor who reminds me and, um, she, when she became my sponsor a few years ago, I think I was her first at that point, I had 30 years and she had under a year and it's been one of the, the best sponsorship. Thanks. One of the best relationships um, that I've had. So it, it sort of doesn't matter to me about the length of experience. It's more about like the quality of keeping it focused on the steps. What has been so helpful too for me in my recovery is to be a sponsor because it helps keep me honest. I can't encourage my sponsees to do what I'm not doing myself. So, um, and then there's, a, there's this, it's like a web thing that when I'm sponsoring someone and I have a sponsor, I am connected to the world in a very special way that um, is 
it just has a positive effect on my outlook and 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 it makes me realize um sorry i'm in a new home we don't yet have the window treatment so the lighting is getting really <laughs> strange now but um that, that when i'm connected to the that, that my recovery matters not just to me but it matters to the people I sponsor. It, it, it's not like that could keep me abstinent because nothing can keep me abstinent except my higher power. But um, it just it gives me that pause to know like, yeah, that, that it matters, that I am the OA that they see. And um, my abstinence makes a difference to, to others as well. One of the my favorite things about being a sponsor is is guiding people through the steps, um, giving them this technology, and especially listening to fifth steps for for those who are new. That's that's sharing a personal moral inventory, and and to watch people have that transformative experience is is really powerful. And there has never been a time where I heard an inventory where people shared, you know, the things that like their strengths and also shared like, like the pettiest resentment or the deep hurts and injuries, the whole gamut. Um, there's never been a time when I didn't end up really liking and being more interested in the person after that, you know, seeing them in all their human complexity. And I think that's, uh, that's such a, like a gift thing that we have in a way to be that person, that, that witness for other people. Um, let me think if there's anything else. Get a sponsor, use a sponsor, key to my recovery, find someone who has what you want and that can change, um, point you towards the steps. I think that's it. I think that's that's what I have to say about sponsorship. It's an amazing tool, and um, I'm grateful you guys got gave me this opportunity to to think about it ahead of time and reflect on it. So thanks for letting me share.